You're listening to On the Line with Jimmy Ohio. I happen to be Jimmy Ohio. Today we're talking to Rob Smith. Uh, I don't know, Rob. What do you do? You're a you're a musician. You got anything else going on? Yeah. Um, I refinished floors with uh, another musician. <laughs> That's how that goes here in the city. Um, the, the the very righteous and legendary Mike Kearns from Bad Party came in. Oh, yeah. We've been doing floors. Yeah, we've been doing floors. Like 2011 together. So yeah, like um, concrete, like wood. What are we talking? No, about? no, like uh, re- like hardwood. We're finishing hardwood floors. I get like you. you sand all the bullshit off, and it's oh, a family shit. show. It's uh, we you sand all the, the crap off of it and uh, refinish it. Yeah, so I've been doing that, and I'm a property manager here in Core City where I live. You know, I knew you moved to Cork yeah. City, but I didn't know you. Uh, is it like a two flat or something? No, no, it's just it's just a, a house, a one man house. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's wild. You know, it really is. It's like you're in the country, but like you'll just see cars that look like they shouldn't even drive like they're so shitty like they're just like <laughs> half the car is just made out of visqueen and then there'll be no <laughs> license plate on it whatsoever and they're just rolling around here it's like it's mad max over here it's really bizarre like i saw that the other day i'm like that car looks suspicious and then it was even more suspicious when it had no type of license plate on it <laughs> weird like where do you see that at like there's no identification just rolling down rolling down the street yeah, I love Core City. That's just a Detroit special. That's what I like to call them when I see a, a car without a bumper with some duct tape, you know. That's just a Detroit Sometimes special. Sometimes you'll just see a guy driving on the street, and it's just an engine. <laughs> There's no <laughs> body around it. <laughs> There's just like a dude driving the engine around. <laughs> oh, man, I was at Aku's place, or uh, Taru. No, they live together. Anyways, I had my yeah, Cadillac, like, you know. And, Two uh, sides lost... of the same coin. Right. That doesn't make sense, <laughs> but yeah, I know. They live together. All right. So I locked my my keys in my Cadillac once. And you know where they live. What is it, like 32nd Michigan or something like that? Uh, they're, they're right on my same street. They're on 24th. They live down the street. Oh, yeah. Well, at mm-hmm. the time, it was a very difficult neighborhood. It was, it was a badass neighborhood. <laughs> I guess it's still a little badass. But he's like, yeah, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can drive my car home and then, you know, come back with the keys tomorrow. I was living in Dexter, and his car was, I don't even know, like a Yugo or something. I don't know what the hell he drives, but cracked window, you know, like everything wrong with it. And I'm like, I got to drive out of the city through Ann Arbor and make it all the way to Dexter. I don't know if this is going to happen, but uh, it did happen. <laughs> I came back the next day. My car was still there. I was amazed. Everything was okay. Yeah, it's it is surprising. I mean, to be honest, it's scary. It's like a horror movie. It's like don't breathe. Like it's, <laughs> it looks scarier than it really is. Like there'll be some weird <laughs> shit here and there, but overall, like if you did the numbers, and I don't know who would do those numbers, but if you did those kind of numbers, it's mainly just quiet. But then when there is something going on, it's like out of control. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it, it's, it, it it bounces out. You know, I got, I got, I used to live downtown and I got, it was hard to get used to it. Cause I'm like, you'd look out and there's just nothing. <laughs> there used to be an abandoned house across from me and 
Thank God they tore it down. So it was super scary when I moved in here and I just look across the street and there's just like no other houses. <laughs> Dark house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so you're like the lone house on the hill up there? You're like the old yeah, scary guy totally. like in the haunted no, hill? No one around me, dude. There's nothing. Remember there's when you worked here and there. When you worked at the Masonic, you worked at the Masonic a while, while, while back, right? I worked at the Masonic. I started working there in 99. Damn. So yeah, that was a long time ago. But I just remember yeah, that, that was stuff. Yeah, oh, well, of course. <laughs> it was without saying, look at that place. And, and look what it is. How can a Masonic <laughs> temple anywhere not be haunted? It's impossible. Like, <laughs> so so what kind of evidence you got? <laughs> Aside from the obvious. I said Masonic temple, didn't I? Didn't I say that? <laughs> you said it like that's for evidence. <laughs> you know, how far do we got to, you know, go down, like? <laughs> That's the evidence of the Masonic Temple. I remember, I remember the scary rooms in the basement. Like they had one, like it was a tiki kind of bar, and then there was one with clowns on the walls and stuff. You know that's that's the see, that's the that's the shrine bar, man. So like that had a whole nother like keyed elevator system. It was bizarre. Uh, you yeah. you'd go in the regular shrine side. It's all these old dudes. And here's a side note of how those guys rolled. They'd be drinking at eight a.m. And one time, one of the Shriners had a 22 in his pants, and it went off, and it blew his ball off, and then the bullet went through his ball. So this is a true story. The bullet went through this old man's ball and bounced off the wall and hit this other old man in the jaw. <laughs> it was so bad. Some from there and shit. Anyways, that's what the Shrine side was like. It was fucking buck wild. But then you would uh, get on the elevator, and they had, like, uh, private, like, I shouldn't be saying this. I shouldn't be giving the Masonic <laughs> secrets away, like all their debauchery. Able... Um, but you could you could go down to the sub-basement. It was like B2, and it was fucking a nightmare. So you get off the elevator, and then there's like these huge like prints, of photos of all these Shriners painted like Gacy, like clowns, like fucking <laughs> clowns. And I, it's like, yeah. I'm not making this up. Everything is 100% true. So then, in this like fucking hall of clown old men faces, there's uh, saloon doors for the Shriners bar. And back in those days, I worked, I worked with these dudes who were like, hey, you got keys to Shrine side. They've, they've got a bar in the sub-basement. You should steal some liquor. Because all we did there was drink from 7 to 3, like Detroit. Like, welcome to Detroit, yeah. you know, your janitors. So they're like, so that was my duty to go steal all this beer out of the bar in the Shrine side. And I, I went to the saloon doors, and they had, they had one of those light like light switches that light up because it's all like pitch black in there. And as soon as yeah. I turned the light on, there's like a seven foot cowboy mannequin, mannequin right next to the light. <laughs> and I was gonna shit my pants. Like as soon as I turned on the light, it's like a huge cowboy. Like everything, yeah, <laughs> everything was super weird and evil about that place. That's mean. Of course, a place like that is haunted, dude. Like <laughs> extremely. Clearly haunted. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I played there twice, and one one time was in the clown room with Matt Blake. It was it was like the scariest thing. Oh, Misty. Somewhere. Yeah, that's and then the a, place, man. That's, and then yeah, there's course, only one yeah. place like that. Well, hopefully, but yeah, that's that's a real thing. Man. <laughs> well, that's the that's the question. Do they have a sub sub basement that we're not allowed to know about? You know what? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I, you know, I wouldn't doubt it. You know what? Once you go too far, there's no going back. And I, you know, I just keep that out of my head. Yeah. No, let's, <laughs> let's put that to the side. Basement. 
I'm sorry about that. That that was my that was my fault. I shouldn't have brought that up. I like I like the Masonic tangent though. It was good. I was into it. Oh man. So so you've been working on site, doing houses. Yeah, I do. Like I said, I do property management here for these guys, and I, you know, working on my house, just you know, living life through the the strange pandemic. You know, hustling yeah. jobs when you can. You're, you're stuck at the house, so then you, you're putting up weird shelves for your spices and bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, just uh, just taking take up the time. Uh, we've still yeah. been practicing, you know, here and there. Um, it's good to get us all together. We're half vaccinated. I get my second shot Friday, you know, so it's oh. playing it safe. But you still, you know, I miss playing, so we still, we've been uh, making up songs still. So that's been nice. Especially with the warm weather, it's like nice. You know what I mean? It's nice. Oh yeah, I mean, I think uh, you know the uh, lockdown. It just feels worse and worse the nicer the weather gets. Like before, it's yeah, like man. gray winter. You're like, eh, I wasn't gonna go out anyway, and now it's like, oh god, I gotta get out of here. Yeah, man. Like I, I'm looking forward to getting the second shot, and I understand the responsibility of it. It doesn't mean like you're cured or something just to go fucking hang out and go to a pool party, but. uh it'd be nice to hang out because most of my friends, like it's getting that stage. Like most of everyone I know is at least got their first shot or one scheduled. So like, it'd be just, just yeah. to get that sense of, you know, like seeing you, for example, it'd be nice to be all weird and vaccinated and have a drink. You know what I mean? Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was just in my bathroom all last year. Uh, I don't know if you saw, <laughs> I, I had a show. In I the did bathroom. on the pot. Oh I God. On the pot. It was on the pot, and now it's on the line. You know, and thanks for having me. Uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, <laughs> Is that the end of the interview? Yeah. Was that it? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Keep them guessing. All right, so you're talking about Dark Red. You're, you're talking about mm-hmm. Chris Turner. Uh, I'm sorry, what, what's the uh, – what's the – is it bassist? What's the bassist name? Well, the bassist is me, is Rob, the guitar player. Oh, oh, Rob, Kent. that's a good name. Okay. I know it's a strong name, right? It um, is. Yeah, it is. Kent. Trump, okay. Um, he's our guitar player. He's a man of mystery. Um, Kent's a man of few words. He's just a complete shredder, and I, I believe he just pops up like Dracula out of the guitar case, fucking every night. <laughs> he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's out of control. But yeah, um, we even, you know, everyone's, that's, we've been lucky. Like we, we worked through the pandemic, you know, so, um, but it's hard yeah. to get our schedules together, especially Kent, he works at one of the um, car places. So he's like, you know, he gets like Tuesdays off, you know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we try, we, we have been trying to get together on Tuesdays, you know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but. Yeah, we've just been working on songs um, because we did. We got a bunch of um, studio time with um, Colte, but then, you know, all the all the weird shit's going on. So it's kind of like you know on layaway. But yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we've we've started records so many times and then just never finished. But I think <laughs> for us, it's a good thing because now after we've played together so long, it just we just sound better. You know, yeah. it's a good thing. Like we we could have recorded then, but. I wouldn't have thought it, it sounded as cool as now. So that's been fun, you know, because normally you're too busy to like really play music or do, do anything like that. You make excuses. And the pandemic, it's really like, well, you do whatever you do and then you go home. 
So right. when you're at home, then you'll play some music. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I listen to some of my old stuff, and I'm like, you know, these are really good demos. <laughs> like, right? It, it could have been a little more. It's a, it's pretty good. It's a good demo. Just go into the studio yeah, with, a, you know, good musicians, and it'll be a song. That would that would be good. That's the next step. That's what I got. Like thirty years of that, man. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but, Me too. but that's that's what, that's why you do it. You know what I mean? Like, because it's just for the sheer joy of doing it. You know what I mean? It's just yeah, to do yeah. it. Like, you know. That's there's no pure reason, and nothing's ever cooler, you know. Just just because you think it's a good idea, because it's cool, you know what I mean? Why are you doing this? Because it's cool, you know. <laughs> that's pretty money for you. Like, well, it's cool. That's why we do it. So yeah, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah, you just do it because <laughs> you want to do it. That's how you do it. If you're doing it for other reasons, then you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Right. See, same words say a lot, man. Well, you always I like that. Very, like. Here's some bio of somebody, and they're like, "Yeah, I got into it for the chicks, or uh, I don't know, fame and fortune, or something like that." And I'm like, "I, I just don't understand that uh, that idea. Isn't that what a dating site's for? I don't, I don't know why you have to start a band." <laughs> well, that that's when music started to fucking blow. You know, like that used to be incidental. Like you were just like yeah. really like good musicians or whatever, and then boom, those things came incidental, and then people are like, "I'm gonna do that's like a formula." You know, I'm going to do this. Right. You know, like the bird song, like rock and roll star shit. Like, I'm just going to do this and do it. Like, and then I'm, all of a sudden, man, uh, lousy. I like to, I've been using that word lately. <laughs> When's the last time you the word lousy? It's fucking lousy, man. Like, <laughs> like a lot of the, a lot of the things, a lot of the band, all this whole, like, fucking modern shit. It's really lousy. <laughs> it's just lousy. Yeah. That's all. It's lousy. It's poor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when it's like, a, when that, you know, it's very poor. So but I yeah. got a question. I got a question. Because you've talked about strong arm for years. Years. Oh, yeah. And I've, I've seen nothing. I've seen a trailer. That's all I've seen. You never saw Is strong it? arm? Dude, you can see it, man. I'll give you a copy. Let's hang out and Wait. we'll give you a copy of strong arm. But you got like DVDs or VHS? What you got? Yeah, there? we got real we got to real. Both, dude. Like, yeah, we, that'd be awesome. And real to real. Yeah, <laughs> we we just have view, we have viewmasters of strong arm. <laughs> it costs like ninety dollars. <laughs> um, no, man, it's like uh, it's awesome. Like, I I can't remember uh, smoking weed. Like, sometime in the um winter of a year, uh, there was a premiere for it. I think. Uh, <laughs> last year is is cold out and it was it was fun man like it was just like you know uh homegrown b movie out of detroit but it's it has its own thing it's it's fucking uh i find it very psychedelic and awesome to be in something like that it was a fun time and uh tony moran he's uh you know friends of dennis wilson guy like he's working yeah. on another project like I'm, I'm always like you know i'm into like hanging out with anyone that has like you know imagination you know shit going on you know, rather than like, you know, very ho hum boring. Like, it's just fun, you know. Well, I I think to, it's, to, to me, my favorite uh, making music or any other art form is yeah, like making music with Matt Blake, who was a sculptor, or my New York friends who were painters. Like, there, there's there's something more than just learning notes and uh, you know that kind of it's that kind of stuff with a lot it, of musicians. It is. It, well, that's like I love playing with Turner. 
Um, and just like even the conceptuality of our thing, it's like more art than entertainment. It's entertaining once again, but it's incidentally entertaining, but it's like, it, it is like an art thingy, you know, I don't know for lack of better words, yeah. that sounds really bad. Like, hey, dude, it's art <laughs> thing, but I don't know. Like it, it really is. You get like a more raw visceral kind of, um, I don't know. It's like songs aren't as simple as just songs. Like they're like pieces. You know what I mean? Like it's like, no, a, I agree. It's a, it's a and I mean it's fun playing organized like fucking rock and roll or punk or whatever you like thing like that of course it's fun you know but like I've always been more of you know sitting back and listening to stuff you know and that's like to me that's that's where you find it you know when you can like sit back and listen to something uh you get, rather than you talk record, over it yeah you're you're a record yeah. collector yeah it seems well, like a thing, especially in Michigan. So People yeah, got stacks and stacks of 45. Uh, yeah, when I was young, I was into it. I used to collect comics and all that shit, you know, and I uh, was very proud of my collections and shit. But um, later in life, uh, <laughs> I acquired drug problems. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the first thing you'll, you'll sell if, you're, if you have bad drug problems is your records. So, you know, you, you hold on to some gems here and there. But overall, like, you know, you can stream it anyway or <laughs> download it. I mean, it is, it is like, but I have a lot of good friends that are great record collectors. So I live vicariously through them. Like, you know, we want to look at the tangible, like fucking, you know, like this is dope, you know, but uh, right. yeah, those days are gone for me. No, I, I never collect much because we move like every five years I get bored and we have to move houses or cities or somewhere. So I've just never you really want to move records, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, you know, Matt, uh, Weingarten. DJ uh, Fine yeah. Wine in, in New York. Anyways, he uh, he had this apartment like third floor or something. You know, he's got records floor to ceiling, and he he moved. And I'm like, how 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 in hell like how much did you have to pay somebody to move all those records? That that's not for me. No, no. Yeah, no way. And even if you did get paid, like think how shitty that is. Like <laughs> it's just like like old school labor, like carrying drywall in a building or something. Like yeah take these 3,000 records up here, like, <laughs> just be, and like, it would never end, you know what I mean? You just, oh, no, commit suicide. No, like, it would never end. Those are the worst jobs, man. Those are always the worst jobs. Like, I remember, you know, Steve Noir, like, from, like, yeah. Magic Shop and all that, like, he, his family had a landscaping thing. I remember one time, there was some, like, ex-basketball player, in some fucking neighborhood that nowhere near here. Uh, and uh, we had to like, we had like eight yards of mulch or something that me and him just did by ourselves on the hottest day. And it was like this, we put it in the driveway. It was like bigger than the car in the driveway. And it's like, you would just go to it and rake shit in your wheelbarrow all day. And then you'd come back to it like three hours later, it looked the same. <laughs> it's like a never ending job. I don't know why I thought of that, but it's funny. But yeah, go well, to a tedious we, job. <laughs> we were live we were living in uh Brooklyn, New York, in uh Kensington, which is not a very cool place to live. And it's right next to Ditmas Park, which, you know, has like old big houses, kinda like Boston Edison kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. And I called one of my friends, he he owned one of those houses. I'm like, Hey man, where you wanna you wanna go out for a drink or something? He's like, No, I got mulch, I gotta spread it around the backyard. I'm like, Damn, I'll be over there. Like spreading mulch around the backyard <laughs> in New York. That's like a big deal. I was all yeah, in. Yeah, right? 
<laughs> right? Yeah, that'll never happen. That's so rare. <laughs> That's First of all, hilarious. who has that card? <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, this this That's place a... is huge, and there was a huge. There was like it was the hottest day, and in this dope in ground pool, it was like you know some fucking Hollywood looking shit. And uh, of course, like we're all dirty. Like it was a it was the biggest. Like you can't do anything. Like how about you just you know, roll wheelbarrows of mulch all day next to the, like, most gorgeous-looking swimming pool ever. <laughs> There's no <laughs> way you can ever go in there. You know what I mean? There's no way you'll never go in there, dude. Like, you're just like this, you know, piece of shit with the wheelbarrow. You know, have fun. You're so close. <laughs> you're so close. Smell the pool, dude. You can smell the <laughs> pool. And then, like, the party stops. We're still, like, finishing up, and everyone's laughing and happy in a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> You're just drinking a warm Gatorade, like chain smoking. Super <laughs> shitty. Chris was on the show, and he—he he was the funniest guest I had. Like it wasn't even He's fun because funny. he was so much funnier. Than I was. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's one—he's one of the funniest people I know, hands down. Yeah. 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 Me too. Nothing he's, uh, going. He's a, he's a, Nothing doing. He's a one of a kind fella. <laughs> thank God, you know, we couldn't have any more than that, you know. So, so you guys get in fights? You guys ever get in fights? Oh, yeah, many times. I would like <laughs> oh, many, to see many that. Times. Are, are we talking physical or just yelling at each other, throwing shit? Oh, no, we, we just scream at each other. Well, I mean, look at him. Like, he's a goddamn animal. Like, I'm not going to – I don't want to fight him physically. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're like, uh, but, but you're like 130 bad, pounds. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, well, he's just a different, you know, guy works with steel all day. You want to get, get in his bad side? Like, no, man. Like, uh, no. But no, no, we yell at each other. It's like he's a sibling of mine. That's how we fight, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, Shut up, that. you know? Like, get out of here. Like, that's uh, our fights are like that, you know? <laughs> Stop coming I over don't know. here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why anybody would ever want to play music with me. I got in so many fights with every bandmate. Maybe not Deb. Seven Goldie, probably not. But everybody else, I was just crazy. I would yell at people. It was uh, I I wouldn't want to be on the other side oh. of that. No, we well, when it comes to us playing music, we've never thought about that. Oh, we've really? always like that's like yeah, that's the good time. Like I, we've never like disagree. You know what I mean? We like we just you know go down there, like I say, to make something. You know, no one's like trying right. particularly like. That's when you get in trouble, I think, when you have too much of a fucking direct idea, which is like, I mean, there's something to be said for that. You know, if you want to get things done and that's how you do it, you know, someone has to, you know, uh, man the ship or whatever. I don't know if that's the right thing, but you know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, yeah. super sick man the ship. Somebody has to man the ship. But someone <laughs> has to, you know, drive the buggy or what have you. And uh, But I, I like more collaborative <laughs> things. You know what I mean? Not strictly like jam chicks. That's like gross, but... You know, just more of a collaborative effort than, you know, uh, tyranny, you know, but yeah. sometimes it's needed. It's like, you know, but unless you're James Brown, like some people need to shut the fuck up, you know, like you're playing it oh, wrong. No, shut I'm... up. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's good to have like uh, an odd number of people because if you got two people, you got no tiebreaker. You know, if you got that's, three people. That's true, man. Especially that's like a, dark red, like. Me and Chris did the two-person thing, and I had all the loops, and it's like, yeah, you know. But once we got kind of like it was a new, a new breath, breathed some new life into it. It gave it mm-hmm. more dynamic. You know what I mean? 
Well, like I think Jeff you can do, would, you can do that, fight. but it's short-lived, you know? Yes. Jeff Meyer and I would <laughs> yes. fight. But, but Deb was in the band, too, and she was like the peacemaker. Of course, she you know, she took sides once in a while, but usually she would just calm us down and we would go, you know, oh, better that well, way. Yeah, I can't see her being fucking all, like, you know, hardcore. Like, she's a very sweet yeah. person. She's like, why don't you guys back it off? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you need that kind of person around. Kent, Kent's very somber. Like, we fight about other things, you know, drugs and things like that when we're practicing. <laughs> I mean, Kent's <laughs> like, a, he's a somber moment in that. But uh, other other than that, like, uh, we're a good unit. We always, you know, you're, you're a good band if you hang out and you laugh a bunch. Right. Oh, uh, well, I was thinking, like, I loved being in a band like you were in a motorcycle gang or something. Like, when you walked in, you're like, oh, they're in that band. You know what I mean? Like, they're together. As opposed to walking into a bar and being like, oh, that guy, he's in this band and that band and that band and this band. Yeah. You want to feel I like was never a big fan want, of that. Yeah, you want to feel like you're in the Warriors or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a crew. Yeah. <laughs> crew. You're in a crew. It's, 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 it's important, man. You know, I dig it. Like, there, there's a whole thing that goes with it. Because those are all the bands I love, you know. It's like, the, you know, yeah. like, it's the, the band is their name, you know, they're that thing, you know, you're going right. to see them, you know, like, that's always the move. Like, the who, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's <laughs> the move, you know, like, the, the Ramones, like, that's the move, like, that's who, that's what you're going to see. Right, right. It's <laughs> Yeah. I kind of miss that camaraderie more than the music, to be honest. I played in a band for a while, and, uh, yeah, I, there's something about having that friendship, you know? It is. Well, that that's, like I say, it, it's just like, I don't know. I Is it because it's 2021 or whatever? Is that old school to think that? I don't know. Because everyone's like their own name and featuring somebody. You know, it's very rare. Like, And that takes me a long time to get hip to certain people that just go by a name unless they have a cool name. You know what I mean? If someone's like, we're going to check out fucking like Alan Parker. I'm like, who who the fuck is that? Like, that doesn't sound interesting. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know if there is Alan Parker doing any music. And if he is, I'm, I'm sure there is. I hope there is. <laughs> I don't mean to uh, offend the Alan Parker trio right now, but that, but that even go against it. But still it's Alan Parker trio. I don't know what I'm talking about, but <laughs> it's, the, it's like, uh, well, Richard Swift, like, so a lot of people for a while, they're like, Hey, you need to check out Richard Swift. And I'm like, I'm really, like, just leery, and, like, I want to hear a band name, like, something cool, like, something, you know, some imagination to sink your teeth into. Uh, but he was, ended up to be super dope, but also he had a cool name, Richard Swift. Well, that helps. That helps. Yeah. It's, it's not like Alan Parker. No. Alan Parker, I know you're out there. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, it's nothing personal. Although, I guess I've always done that to some extent, but that's how it goes. But you're but I, but you have like a but it's not your name 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 you know it's like uh it's like uh you know what's a guy like Neil Hamburger or something you know what I mean like personas you know what I mean like yeah. that's, that's important though that's important you know uh to you know that's that's part of you know the dying art sir it's a dying <laughs> art. you know to to believe in it to 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 pull it off like it's it's a dying thing but uh you know someone's got to fucking keep it out there. So I'm so unhappy, happy to be on your show right now. <laughs> I'm happy to be on my show, too. <laughs> when, when did you move to Detroit? You grew up in Ohio, right? Yeah, I'm from Toledo, which is Woo. 
fuck David Lynch, man. I got stories. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm from Sweden, Ohio, and we came up here in 1998 mm-hmm. and moved next to the Temple Bar. Yeah, much, yeah, the Pecos. Different, yeah, the Pecos. Yeah, those sure. are much different times. Yeah, those were those were very lawless, <laughs> lawless times. When I first they came are. up here, they were. You could do you could do whatever you fucking wanted. You saw, yeah, just at, like if there was like if there was Facebook back then, people would have lost their fucking minds. Like if there was like social <laughs> media then, like people would fucking just just their heads would have exploded. There's everything was just fucking completely terrifying, like a horror movie. Like every day is like, hey, it's a horror movie. <laughs> like <laughs> it, was, it was fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the beautiful part pre-social media. You know, like no one was going to post something about some stupid shit you did. You just were uh, were out there, especially like Cass Corridor. Yeah, there's nothing around there then. And we had, to me, no social media. We had one of the best like fucking bar party houses. Like if you're going to do things, especially oh, like yeah. in my 20s and 30s, something like that, if you're going to do it, that's how, how, you, how you do it. <laughs> it was It was fucking a lot of fun. But that was like, part of the fun too, because you're in the middle of nowhere. Like we had the cops come one time. We were shooting a bunch of guns off our roof, and um, <laughs> it was for, it was like before the Fourth of July. And these cops came up, and they were like outside the building, and they were like, "Hey, come down here!" And we were like, "No!" And then we just moved away from the side of the roof so they couldn't see us. And there's like one sealed door to get in. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna get a warrant and come and like so they just went away? It's hilarious. Yeah, it's Castor. Yeah, yeah. As long as you know, different technically- back then. As long as you're not hurting somebody, um, you know. Yeah, it was, you're all right. it was way different back then. It was super scandalous. It was, it was funny. Well, it's not. Yeah, it's I, funny now because no one got hurt or you know whatever. But like, right. when you when you think of it now, it's just like Jesus Christ. Like, I had to. If I was in that same situation at my age now, I would have. I'd have total hundred percent constant anxiety. There's no way. Oh, yeah. And there's, yeah. there's something about when you're young, you're like, ah, it's cool. Like, there's no way I can do that now. And there's no way I could sleep there. Like, that's where your bed <laughs> is? Like, I just sleep in this building, like, next to the temple bar. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I fucking had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that uh, boiler room bar, the boiler room bar you guys had, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had, yeah, that was that was a good time. Pool table down there. I was thinking of arcade, uh, arcade games. Game. So, yeah, we had Double Dragon, dude. You know, like when I was like in eighth grade, it was like, you know, one day, Rob, you're going to have Double Dragon <laughs> in your basement. I'd have been like, fucking, you know, amen. Like, I did it. You know, like, like I graduated from college or something. Like, just fucking move my tassel to the fucking other side. Like, yeah, you know, Double you Dragon, ball machines. It was awesome. You peaked, man. You peaked. Yeah. It's all know, over after that. Yeah, you know, you can't relive that, you know. And if I did, if I had Double Dragon in my kitchen right now, it would be awesome, but it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> no, it wouldn't be the same. When I no, just, no. Uh, the last phone call, I was talking to my friend, uh, Pete Langway, and he's opening up a bar in, uh, well, Midtown now. Uh, oh, 666 Selden. You know that one, right? Yeah. I used to wait. What six, like the devil Selden or four sixes? <laughs> something even weirder. <laughs> yeah, it was like a it was like a, a welding or like an automotive uh, storefront right there on Selden. Oh, anyway, 
Yeah, yeah, that's it. Smith's Welding. Yeah, I know the place, yeah. Well, it's being turned into an arcade bar. What? Bar yeah, yeah. That's pretty uh, awesome. He he opened well, the first one. Well, he helped open the first one in Brooklyn. And now they got him all over the place. And they're opening. He's coming in like next week or something to start working on it again. Man, I'm into that. You know, so you'll have that. your double dragon. You'll have your double dragon back in Cast Corridor. It'll be almost like 99. <laughs> it's full circle, dude. See, it's it's kismet. <laughs> it's not lousy. That's for sure. It's not lousy. Yeah, it's not lousy. See, uh, Pat, you know, use that. Throw that in the vocabulary. Bring it back. A lot, yeah, a lot more because I I think like if you say that like it'll give people like hmm. Hopefully it'll change something. <laughs> we start to incorporate <laughs> lousy in descriptions. People like get, get a little better, get a little sharper. You know, no yeah, it's a little lousy. little softer than just sucks. Uh, or yeah, because it, it has a like, disappointment to it. You know, you're kind of like oh, like you're 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 judged with lousy. You, you know, and but in a way of caring, like oh, it's worse. Like if someone just thinks you sucks, you're like well, fuck you. But if someone like cared about you and they're like oh man, I'm disappointed. That's the effect lousy has. It's <laughs> lousy, dude. Like oh man, I wanted to be cool, but I'm lousy. <laughs> That's like a parent. Like I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed, which yeah, is like right? a hundred times worse. Holy <laughs> it is. It is. It's totally like no. You don't. You don't ever want to hear someone to say that. Like, oh, he, his album was just lousy. Like, it's just horrible. <laughs> you know that bother that bother you more than any other critic ever. Like any other bad review ever. Like some dickhead just said you were lousy. <laughs> Bother you for decades. <laughs> well, it's that middle ground, right? I mean, that's the worst with any art form. Like, if you like, it sucks, or it's great. But if you're like, oh, it's all right. Like, that's the worst thing you could ever say. Yeah, it hey, is. It's all right. I could take it or leave it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> that's the worst. Be the worst thing to ever be said about anything you did. What are you talking about? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's awful. That's lousy. That's lousy. It's it's, it's just lousy. as lousy as as people like texting you like ten minutes before your show starts. Like you're almost on stage, and someone's like, "Hey, when are you going on? Can you put me yeah. on the list? Can you get me in? Hey, can you come outside right now? This dude doesn't believe me." <laughs> I remember like the next day you're at the bar and they're like, "Oh man, I missed it." And you're like, oh, we got another one on Tuesday. Oh, I'll try to make it. Of course they're going to miss that. They're not going on Tuesday. They're just bullshitting. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's how it goes. But, I mean, there's a tinge. I, I do miss. I do miss playing out and everything. But I think it's cool to finally, like, you know, work on songs, you know, because we all get a little lazy uh, that way. Yeah. But, um. It, it, when you're kind of forced to, because like a lot of times, like you just do your thing, you work your jobs, and then there's a show that you book like fucking months ago that one of you book without anyone else knowing, and everyone is drunk and like we have to play a show tomorrow, and you're like what? And so you have to <laughs> practice all like one night and like what song is it? What's it? Like do all that shit, and that's you see like and so we'll do that for like a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's that's your that's your calendar. You know, like just like oh shit, we have a show. You know, like, and then here and there, like, we'll get a little bit of practice time. What I what I've liked about this is like, you get a lot more time to like play together, 
mm-hmm. make material, you know. I don't know why that is. We get older, maybe it is because I am like, because I still do like labor jobs. So like after you like sand floors all day or do some weird shit that I have to do, like dig this pit in the elevator shaft. And you're like, that's what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I do all kinds of weird shit for money. And uh, so yeah, it's not like you're gonna after you do that all day, fucking go home and just start ripping your guitar up. Like, yeah, like, fucking, you know what I mean? It's it doesn't happen like that. No, like I, I had office jobs. So when I got home, like the first thing I wanted to do is turn a guitar up as loud as humanly possible. But that's blow, a yeah, different. blow your brains out. But I, I yeah. still feel like I, I mean, I did that actually. When you initially hit me up and I'm like, give me an hour. I was down there. I had to blow my brains out because um, we were doing a floor today. But it was nice. Mm-hmm. But it was still that kind of like making peace with like it's such a nice day. But it's like the discipline. It's like, but you're just gonna work through the whole day. You know, right, so right. When, when I got back from that, I'm like, well, everyone else, like, you know, probably had a good time, but, you know, duty calls. So the good <laughs> remedy for that is to, you know, a couple loop pedals and a Jaguar. I'm a still believe, firm believer in Thunder Jaguar. Bam. Are, are you big? Are you really into a, like a gear and stuff? I was, but I do feel I'm at a point like I have what I need. You know what I mean? Like. I have a Jaguar, I have a P-Base, and I have a Marshall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I have a Roger Meyer, like a, like a distortion pedal, like fuzz pedal. Like I have a, a couple loop stations. Like, you know, I, when I was young, you know, because that was a thing, like especially because I loved all the Valentine shit, like you have the pedal boards, and, and that's all right. fun. Don't get me wrong. Like, But a, after a while, like you don't really need you don't need much. Like basically the only effect I have is like distortion and a little bit of delay. But other than that, it's just like uh, enjoying like the, the how those instruments sound. Yeah, I always liked picking a, a certain guitar and a certain amp for each band. Like that was the sound I had for each band. Well, so yeah, I would like pair the two, but I would just plug it straight in. Like I, I nothing, maybe a tuner, you know. But other than that, like uh, we had, a, I had a Roland. Like you know those terrible like keyboard kind of amps the the Roland they got the oh, yeah, I distortion ever we we used to just turn the distortion all the way up on this really weird thing and the whole band had Rolands <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> those damn things are so heavy they're huge they are dude they are we we like sync the Roland keyboard amps or I do and it's man it's a chunk but that's what I loved about Ultimate Lovers like that was that was the thing. It was like this fucking because it still had like it had a different fidelity. It was it was like direct but uh, dirty, you know. Uh, the it has a certain pure, um, just by definition, angst to it because you're doing it that way. There's a certain kind of like it lets you know right there from a, from approach and attack, you know what, you know what you're in for, you know. It's yeah, yeah. I, I love shit like that, man. I, I never learned how to play guitar, so uh, pedals, that was a whole other level. I couldn't even start with that. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was always, like, it was, it was fun, like, when I first started playing guitar to learn a song. But at the same time, there was that thing of, like, you'd, uh, when Guitar Center first, like, came out and got big and you'd go there. And, you know, that was a thing, like, oh, my God, it's like, you know, Best Buy or something, but there's, like, music shit there. 
but yeah. there's always some fucking dickhead Reeboks like fucking shredding <laughs> it or just you know what I mean like and that, that so that's shit like that that just turned me off and I got more into like instruments as just creating layers no matter how yeah. you get the layer like to, like that's how I think of a lot of music is just in layers like however you get there you know so you use the instruments differently rather than you know she's dicking it up <laughs> like fish or whatever like <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like bam, bam, bam. little slap bass yeah, in there. Those, yeah i mean and there's that side of you that has to be like well it's like if you built like a dope ass Cadillac out of toothpicks, it's it's cool, but who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no, that makes no sense. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, nobody builds things out of toothpicks. <laughs> See, this is important. It is. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, I'm Mike so, Smith. Uh, no relation, of course, but uh, we we both know him. I've known him forever. He's all in the Oh, lab partner Mike mean, Smith. Mike Smith, yeah, lab partner's Mike Smith. Yeah. You know, he's he's a pedal maniac. He plays pedals. Yeah, he does. He's they, an amazing they, oh, guitar player. Yeah, no, he's he's great. Like I I saw they had some new stuff, and it just took me back to a certain time. Like I miss those guys. Like so, you know, you get old, man. Like so many. Like over a decade's past or whatever, you know, I miss, like, she used to play a lot of shows with them. Uh, yeah. Pay kid back in the day. They're great kids. And, and you know, it's that thing, too. You can tell, like we were talking about earlier, they do it because they love it. Like, um, when I saw they were still, like, making shit and I listened to some tracks, I'm like, this shit's super dope. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they still, you know what I mean? It's very, it's very earnest, you know? It's very real. And that's the shit that'll last, you know? Um, me and Turner have been having this ongoing conversation about like, so there's shit that'll make you, that makes money, but then there's shit that lasts, you know, that'll end up right. on some like comp or something. You're like, well, what's this band? And then, you know, another five features later, then there'll be like some documentary. And that's, and then you always read about it. Like they didn't fucking make any money. You know, it wasn't anything like that. But for people that like music, oh, you know, someone kept that shit circulating. You know, that's, that's, that's important, you know. That's, no, that's, what turns, that's what turns me on, you know what I mean? Like, that's, you know, that's what turns me on about, you know, like, I don't listen to the radio uh, to hear, like, you know, what I'm looking for, you know, it's it's different. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm it, glad. It's a whole different because thing. I know they'll be one of those bands. What about you, Mr. Ohio? Are you going to uh, be playing any music again? No, no, I'm retired. <laughs> you, just, you don't retire like you're a boxer or something you're retired I'm retired I'm retired I don't know I don't know what else to do with guitars uh, I don't know I mean I'm I'm working on other art forms right now uh, music might that come back true. Then. yeah no that is true and you are and you are and I am I yeah uh, we're talking about music like popular music and then later on, you're like, oh, it doesn't hold up. Well, that's because it was never good in the first place. It's not like it was yeah. great and then it didn't It didn't work later. It didn't work in the first place. You just weren't paying enough attention. Or, <laughs> yeah, no, that, 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 that's, a, uh, that's a, a very, like, bullseye point. Yeah, man, no, it was never good. It didn't get dated. <laughs> it was never good. 
yeah. like uh, Taylor Swift or whoever that's super popular, uh, that's that's not going to be around in another five or ten years. People will be like, who was that? What was that? No, that was terrible. I can't listen to that. It, yeah. it just doesn't well, work. We'll realize 30 years from now someone's going to, because that's how it goes. Because like, we listen to shit from like 30 or more years ago. All, all that, I mean, like deep cuts, if you get into jazz and shit like that, there's nothing of this, of this era that's going to like, I think Lil Uzi in 30 years, someone's going to be like, yeah, this is at my wedding. Like, <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's complete shit. Yeah, no, that, that's going to be like Millie Vanilli or something. You'll be like, oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. That's about it. I remember that. That's the best thing you're going to say. And then you're going to say it's lousy. That would be the next thing. It is super lousy. <laughs> They knew it, and it was tragic. It was tragedy. It was so. It was so lousy. That's. I mean, you're right. Millie, Millie, Millie was lousy, and so I think one of those just jumped out of a window or something. That's <laughs> <laughs> how fucking lousy it was, man. Like, I'll get in trouble for saying that to you. Someone. We'll get back to someone like the Steve's a dick. You made fun of that dude, but I'm not making fun. It's just that like <laughs> they were so lousy, he killed himself. You know, that's rough. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's not good. That's not a good testament. No. No. Oh, I was uh, thinking about the last time I saw Mike Smith. Uh, it was in Chicago. He uh, he played a few dates with Luna. Uh, Lab Partners did. Luna did like a reunion tour for a little while. It was pretty good. No shit. I remember when that happened. Well, I bet they were really fucking happy about that. Because, I mean, that's like fucking, you know, in the same fucking neck of the woods. Like, and I mean, Heroes. Like, yeah, yeah, you got some Galaxy 500 fucking uh, gold medalist, uh, you know, with Luna. And, yeah, it's pretty hip. See, that's what, you know, it, it's cool when you, um, from where we're from, like, uh, you know what? Uh, I I hate to, you Chris Stern just keeps calling that. me. Right. Oh, jeez. Uh, that guy. Yeah. Where do you yeah, got to go? Yeah. Do you want to talk yeah, I kind of, I kind of do. Um, well, uh, we're not really going to talk later, but uh, it was good talking with you. <laughs> it, was, it was great talking with you. It was great talking with you. And uh, yeah, um, let me know how to listen to this because I bet it's hilarious. <laughs> I, I'm sure it'll be great. Fun. Say hi to Chris for me. I will. All right. Talk to you later, man. Love you, Jimmy. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> All right.